0: Amen, Pastor Bell. And what a beautiful songs and congregational singing. Uh, lahat appropriate sa message ko ngayon tonight. It's all about prayers. Um, you know, one time when I was preaching, about to preach also, nangyari na rin to na no? walang tayo ng internet. no. ng tuloy ako ni Sister Astrid. I na a ballot somewhere in my body. I don't know. It's just a few days. I talk to me, Lord, if you want to preach tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so, right? So, <clears throat> good evening, everyone. And uh, once again, it's uh, time for me, or it's my turn, to preach the Word of God. Oh boy, it's, uh, I'm not saying it's very hard or very pressured, but for the Lord, amen? Amen. I mean, um, we have to have time to study and prepare the Word of God. Okay, so tonight's uh, lesson is about how to pray. I mean, siguro lahat naman tayo dito marunong magdasal, no? We all know how to pray. Uh, our text uh, can be found in Luke chapter eleven, verses one to four. You probably familiar with this verse, and in Matthew, I mean Mark chapter one, verse thirty-five. In Luke chapter eleven, verse one to four, the Bible says, "And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he sees one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us." to pray okay take note that word lord teach us to pray as john also taught his disciples and he said unto them when ye pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done as in heaven so as in earth give us day by day our daily bread okay And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us in temptation, but deliver us from evil. And and the same uh, context also in Mark chapter 1, verse 35. The Bible says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, and he went out, departed into a solitary place. Solitary place, and there prayed. So together, brethren, um, we're going to explore the vast and beautiful subject of prayer. <clears throat> so as we read in Luke, uh, Jesus' disciple asked him one of the greatest questions of all time. Lord, teach us to pray. You know, have you asked your parents or your friends... Or, yeah, even maybe your pastor, Lord, I mean, Mom, Dad, my friend, please teach me how to pray. You know, in response, Jesus gives them the greatest prayer in world history, the Lord's Prayer. You know, we will explore this profound prayer and seek to develop our own healthy, sustainable rhythms of conversation with God. Isn't it nice, you know, isn't it good when you lay down at night, talk to God, you know, and uh, you tell them, you tell God everything that had happened to you that day, even though he knows already, and uh, also in the morning, yeah. before we get up from our bed, we it's nice to talk to the Lord, yeah. for people who may not have studied, you know, maybe say, oh, Hindi naman ako theologian eh. Hindi ako nag-aral ng theology. Hindi ako marunong mag Or maybe you're saying that I'm not a ninja prayer warriors. But would you like still to learn how to pray? Grow in the relationship with God? So it's not going to be a wild and wonderful journey of discovery. Lord, teach us to pray. Very simple word, no? Lord, teach us to pray. I believe I uh, thought this lesson about this, uh, this topic about Lord teach us to pray, and I also use the same text. So for, um, <clears throat> as we set on our many path of prayers, the Lord is going to join us on this journey. Mm-hmm. So the Lord will be with us tonight, okay? He's probably packing up his boots, putting up, putting up his garments and stuff, and going to walk with us in silence and talk with us too. So the conversation will ebb and flow. So he will tell you things that you never knew. He will tell us things that we never told. So occasionally, probably you lose your uh, sense of uh, things, but not for long. Sometimes he will suggest a rest of particular path, but most likely he will be with us most likely he will lead us, accompanying us in every steps of the way until eventually we come home, you know, arriving home and knowing ourselves safe and sound. So we're taking a, uh, a map with us while we're traveling on this, uh, on this uh, lesson. You know, we're gonna take a ma- the map that is uh, going to join, uh, which is the, the word, uh, Lord, teach us to pray, okay? So uh, now, <clears throat> in these uh, familiar things, we can, we can see that uh, the Lord's prayer given to us by Jesus himself for this very purpose, teach us to pray, okay? In this old familiar word, we are going to discover, you know, Nine paths of prayers, but anyway, we will not finish this, you know. Um, but I will just tackle some of it maybe next month, God willing. I will continue this lesson, okay? All right, so let me uh tell them to you what are they the nine different paths of prayers stillness, adoration, petition, intercession, perseverance. Contemplation, listening, confession, and spiritual warfare. I don't. Oh, I think I did not send that. Uh, no. Wow. I was so talaga Pastor Abel. Good thing he remind me to send him my uh, my text. Um, we came home late last night from the other house, so I forgot to do it. Sorry, Pastor Abel. And our journey is going to be step around and easy. The four-step rhythm, pray, P-R-A-Y, which is pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. So give pray a chance and and it will lend, uh, lend your prayer life a light structure and easy flow. So whether you're on your own or praying in a group, diba? Um, as we begin our journey together, let's take a moment now for to pause or to ask just like a disciples lord teach us to pray okay my first point tonight is uh, keep it simple okay keep it simple in matthew chapter six chapter um, five to nine what the bible says okay chapter five to nine i'm sorry chapter six no i'm sorry that's a chapter, six, not chapter 5 ako. Chapter 6 verses 5 to 9. Okay. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as thy hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. That they may have from of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their rewards. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door... Pray to thy Father, which is in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. And verse seven: When ye pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for the much speaking. And verse eight: Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. And after this manner, in verse nine: Therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Okay, so when you pray, keep it simple. You know, wala na yung paligoy-ligod ba? Kung baga, pag nangliligaw nang li- ka, di ba? Yung straight to the point, kagad. Wag na yung ano pang sasabihin. But though, even though before we pray, God knows what's in our heart in our mind. So the best, the best bit of advice I've ever reached about how to pray was this. Keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. In our text, Jesus warns us against getting over complicated in prayer. Instead, we are to keep it simple. Keep it simple. To go into our room, close the door, and spend time with our Father. So Jesus models this uh, simplicity uh, with the Lord's Prayer, a prayer that was just, 72 words. Binilang ko yan eh. 72 words long including the amen. Okay? in it's original language and takes approximately 30 seconds to read aloud. It, it depends. If you read it faster, if you read it slower, you know, Jesus reminds us that prayer is the most natural and simple thing in the universe. So if you're new in, in faith, probably you're saying na, uh, Pastor, can I pray in the shower while I'm taking a bath or something? You know, one sunny day, a pastor driving his friend across the town and was a brand new believer. And the pastor suggested his friend, should, we should pray. And right away, his friend freaked out. You know, he said, no way. And he screamed and tried to grab the wheel. Terrified, he thought the pastor would close his eyes while he's driving so there are very rules of for christians when it comes to prayer yes of course we can pray in the shower or while driving our car but we are not required to close our eyes otherwise we'll be in big trouble to adopt a particular posture i mean we started we learned this in our lessons uh uh, christian growth deba okay uh, the postures of how, uh, prayer. So to dress a certain way, to wash ourselves ritually, or to use a fixed form of words simply to be heard by God. So some of these things can occasionally, be helpful. As we, um, as we shall see later, but the writer of Hebrew is clear that God's presence is freely available to us, all the time and in any place through jesus christ in hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 the bible says having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of jesus so god invites us to pray simply directly and truthfully in the full and wonderful weirdness of the way he's actually made us take a walk in the rain okay Walk in the rain and pray. Write prayer unto the soul of your shoes. Sing the blues. Sit in the silence in the forest. Go for a run until you sense God's smile. Throw yourself down on a water slide yelling hallelujah if that's honestly your thing. You know, how might might you spend time with God tonight after this Bible study or prayer meeting in a way that is joyfully and life-bringing for you? You know, thank him for the uniqueness. Thank you for the unique, how wonderful the way he made you. He made us. Ask God to help you to pray simply, to remove complications from your prayer's life, to shut the door from the destruction, and to talk to God freely. Okay, second point is keep it real. Okay, number one, keep it simple. And number two, keep it real. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, okay, in our text, And Luke 18, 9 to to 14, okay? We don't have time to uh, uh, just take note of that. So uh, Jesus invites us to keep prayer simple, okay? And also keep it real. So the Bible is full of honest prayers that are deep expressions of the heart. So sometimes these honest moments become our most important prayer. So one dark night, a man a man named Peter praying for his wife Sammy, who was in a hospital awaiting from brain surgery. And long before the brain surgery, he knew that his wife was going, going to survive. So his friend arrived and kindly joined to pray him, pray with him. And he started prayer, Lord, if this is your time to take Sammy, the friend says. The friend ventured articulate thing that deepest did dread would you please give Peter strength to bear the unbearable wow that's a very uh, unique prayer so it can't be an easy thing to pray you know it was a faithful and biblical thing to ask but Peter was having none of it no deal he said right away he stood up interrupting without apology no way God over my dead body Peter was out of his chair if you're planning to take my wife from me if you're planning to take a mom from my two boys, you know, uh, well, we're going to have a fight for that. That's what Peter says. Peter, Peter, friend looked nervous, but Peter didn't care. And you're going to have to find someone else to do your project in the future too. Peter continued, I resign, I quit, he said, I'm not going Around telling people you're good if you don't prove it to me now. So tears were streaming down on Peter's cheek. So God, I said, God, I just don't care what your will is. Let me tell you what my will is. I want my wife to leave. I want our boys to know their mom. And if her name is on that uh, celestial role, uh, if she's destined to die for this thing, then what I want, what I need is for you to sort it out. So Peter was almost like howling with pain while poor friend Dan just sat there, probably wondering whether it was okay to say amen to this kind of attitude. You know, it was one of the most honest prayer Peter ever prayed. For a while, he was embarrassed about the way he tried to pick up a fight that night with God, ashamed that he had been trusting enough or what he or also enough echoed the magnificent submission of Jesus in darkness, our, not my will, but your wills be done. So finally, he realized what he did. But then, one day, the Lord showed him, little by little, very gently, in fact, that he has cherished his willingness to fight Sam's life because he loves her so much. That, he wouldn't have expected him to do anything less. So that he himself had begged the father, take this cup from me before he managed to take another bite. So we can learn here the that uh, something here for Peter's deeply moving story reminds us of the importance of being honest and real with God. As we pray today, let's spend some time telling God. What is really in our heart? You know, it reminds me. You know, um, when my wife was pregnant with Raquel, we found out that there was two heartbeat on on her tummy. So I don't know if I should be happy or should be sad. Okay. So okay, okay, Lord, if you want to give us twin, then let it let it be. But as the days, as the month go on, the, the other heartbeat was gone. So only one left. Then the doctor says, oh, the, the baby that you have on your tummy now is, my, is gonna have a problem. Like they call it a neural defect, according to the doctor. And they, they suggested us to abort the baby. And it was a bad, bad, Thing to tell us. So me and my wife were like crying and stuff. and said, Doctor, we'll keep the baby because that's God's given baby for us. No matter if she's a neural, have a neural defect or whatever. And then Ben uh, says, okay, we'll do some testing. I mean, I'm using this or something like that to take the fluid from the baby. But the thing is could get my wife miscarriage but we prayed hard uh, we prayed hard we kneel. yeah yung prayer ni pastor Abel no You stand tall when you when your knees on the ground something like that yeah so i mean look at her now diba she's she's normal girl, okay she's almost 21 this on the on the on this friday prier mo kung nakinig kami sa doctor na i mean just abort her di wala sana kaming Dalawang, pangalawang magandang anak, no? but anyway, we thank God for our, when we make a decision, we thank God for that, you know? No matter how simple and honest we pray, it's easy to lose heart, and it's tempting to give up. You know, that time me and my wife almost give up, but we said, Lord, give us a strength. That's why it is, it's not enough just to keep it simple and keep it real. Jesus also says that we must always pray and not faint okay but how do we do this when our initial enthusiasm fades or god doesn't seem to be answering our prayer how do you feel that what are you going to do so prayer can be a lot like a stalking dominoes you know we pray you know keep praying keep stocking stocking like that We pray the same thing. We prayed 100 times before until suddenly the blessing will fall down at one time, you know, and the breakthrough occurs, the miracle happens. It's not that we finally found the right formula. It's simply that we did not give up praying one prayer too soon. So I found that one of the most important key to keeping it up is prayer is to develop the discipline of daily quiet time. I remember I preached of this quiet time as well. Jesus once invited his friend, come ye yourselves apart in a desert place and rest a while in Mark 6, 31. And a million of his followers ever since have allocated a little time each day to retreat with Jesus to a quiet place. Again, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you spare time? Do you have a spare time for the Lord for quiet time? You know, as someone who struggles with all kinds of self-discipline, you know, attending the gym, declining the chocolate cake, you know, sinong mahina senyorito sa temptation, okay, going to bed before midnight, and yes, even maintaining regular times of prayer. You know, I hesitate to advocate the flexibility of such routine. I don't want to put any heavy or unsustainable on you as a sick you grow in prayer. So, but here's the great and inescapable truth, thought in scripture, modeled by Christ and advocated without exemption. By all these heroes of faith, you cannot grow in prayer without some measure of effort, discomfort, self-discipline, and self-denial. Just you cannot get physically fit without regular exercise. healthy diet so your spiritual growth will determine to a very significant extent by prayer exercises you choose or do not choose or to establish and sustain so how do we grow in the lord here are two suggestions to help us to develop rhythm of prayer that are regular and sustainable i did not put it there pastor Uh, make it easy okay suggestions make it easy set yourself a um achievable target and keep it up okay it's a joyful of getting to know god more in prayer but how do you how do you get to know someone when you keep talking to them you know how get how do you get to know your girlfriend or your boyfriend you keep calling them you keep calling her or him you know talking to them now the same thing with god you know we get the close relationship with him if we keep talking to him and we keep calling him, you know, he will, he will give us the strength to keep going in prayer, and he will help us to remember that every single prayer is heard by us is a never waste. Having established the need to keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up, where do we actually start in prayer? Probably saying, Brother Robert, paano Obama starts start sa prayer? You know, Often, when we start to pray, it takes time to quiet and settle ourselves, to clear our busy mind, and refocus on who we are praying to. That's why it is so important that we learn to be still. I think that's one of my nine um, uh, points over there. This is the first step in the deepest prayer life is stillness, you know, and silence prepare our minds, and prime our hearts to pray from a place of a greater peace, faith, and adoration. When my uh, children were little, you know, come home from work, you know, probably say, they, they would say, oh, daddy, you know, do you have something good for me? You know, dad, my brother is not sharing. You know, uh, I'm so glad, you know, they miss me. But uh, I would tell them it's their a hug for daddy i want them to acknowledge my presence properly before bombarding me with requests to look me in the eye and say and they say very simply welcome home daddy you know in a way this is what jesus models in opening lines of the lord's prayer you know sometimes right away when we pray we tell god that lord i want this lord i want that you know before we launch into a long list of all the stuff we need daily bread forgiveness of sin deliverance from evil you know he tells us to pause okay to address God affectionate and our father and respectfully hallowed be thy name so prayer can be easy become as uh, can be easily become as agitated extension of the manic way I live too much in my life you know there's a lot of distraction right? when you pray. Distracted and driven. You're a step in the courts of the king without modulation. Without distra- without introduction. Without slowing my pace or lifting up my face to meet his gaze. But the Bible teach- teaches us that true prayer is not so much something we say. Nor it is something we do. It is something we become. It is some it is not transactional but relational and it begins therefore with appropriate awareness of one of the one to whom we come. You know, four simple steps to part uh, of practice as we learn the process of being still. We need to relax, okay? Get comfortable. Wag naman yung komportable, baka makatulog kayo. Okay? Relax you know breathe calm and deeply speak a prayer word of praise and repeat when distractions come simply return to the beginning okay so those are four simple steps relax breathe speak and repeat so why not take time now still your mind and quiet your soul before god how do we begin our prayer so keep it up okay like our that, uh, thing, and look what, look 18, 1 to 8. Okay, let's, let's go there and see what the, nabasa na ba natin yan? Look 18, 1 to 8. Okay. Look 18, 1 to 8. Okay, the Bible says, And he speak a parable unto them to this, that man ought always to pray and not to faint. Saying, there was a city, a judge, which feared not God, neither regarded man. which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them with with them and verse 8 i tell you that he will avenge them speedily nevertheless when the son of man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth worshiping or hallowing the father's name is perhaps the most important and enjoyable dimension of prayer today we think about the revolutionary intimacy of addressing god as our father so every other line of the lord's prayer is primed by its 10th opening word of adoration our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name okay 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 so now when jesus told his disciple to address god in this way they would have been surprised to say that least they knew that their scriptures occasionally compared Yahweh as a father but would never before have dared address high directly in such familiar terms. so Jesus was inviting his disciples to step into a level of intimacy with God that they had never imagined before so after after many years in a ministry as a deacon most of my teaching is on prayer I have come to the conclusion that most people's biggest problem with prayer is God. They imagine him scolding, perpetually disapproving, inadvertently disappointed, and needing to be replicated and persuaded in prayer. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I really don't blame you for trying to avoid his gaze, but Jesus says something completely different. He makes it clear. In his parable of the uh, prodigal son, that the, that the God to, uh, to whom we pray is extra, extravagantly kind. A father who comes running toward with his arm flung wide whenever he approaches him. Wherever we, we've been or whatever we've done, he assures us that Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, the creator of the cosmos and the universe is our, our side. You know, yung uh, bunsong anak ni Lauren, si Claire... Every time I ask her, how much you love Papa R? And she will like, say, this much. Kasi yun ang turo sa And when I ask her, how um, my, my wife will ask her, how much you love Mama A? This big. You know? So, <laughs> so, yun ang laruan namin ngayon. So, the deepest we receive our identity as dearly loved children. You know, when we pray to God, when we pray to our, our father, you know, the the... The son is, uh, God is always, his arms is open wide for us to receive us. So the greater our desire to spend time with our father in prayer, we will start to tell him everything and dare to ask him anything because we know that, as Jesus put it elsewhere, your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. Isn't that amazing? God wants to bless us. God wants to bless you. He is lovingly attentive to your needs. Always pleased to see you. Super sensitive to answer the cries, the cries of your heart. Now let's go to adoration. Hallowed be thy name. In other, in other version, hallowed be your name. There's a beautiful symmetry, symmetry in the opening lines of the Lord's prayer. Our Father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name so jesus here simultaneously invites us into a revision revolutionary intimacy with our father and reverential awe of his holiness so this reminds us today that both of these aspects are important on our worship and prayer prayer lives so I said earlier that after my years, after many years in many, uh, ministry as a deacon, I have come to the conclusion that many people struggle with prayer simply because they doubted God. But there are probably just as many of us who fail or fully grasp His Holiness, we have a notion of divine love, destitute of divine sovereignty. So unknowingly, we have unhallowed the Father's name, and is losing the goodness of God. We struggle now with prayer, because we fail to grasp the mind-blowing uh, privilege of simply being in the presence of loving God. We are familiar; we have familiarity, line ap- apathy, until we can barely bear uh, bothered to try. So, having reflected on both this intimacy and others of God as we approach Him, now. I have another four suggestions. I think I gave that to Pastor Abel. Four suggestions as we seek to grow in our worship or hallowing of God. First, awaking my soul. This is an act of the will. Okay. Instead of awaiting until we feel like it, we begin to thank God for the evidence of his goodness in our lives. And then number two, praying a psalm. This biblical resources can help realign our priorities and perspective, and shape our worship as we pray alongside other. We have prayed the Psalms over the centuries. And number number three, worshiping with music. You know. On 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 every Saturday, you know, when me and my wife prayed, we I played the music. You know, you know, instrumental. You know, uh, music is God given gift that can steer our souls more powerful than any other external stimulus. And number four, worshiping with others. The entire Lord's Prayer is written in plural. We are not designed to hallow the Lord's name entirely on our own. Active participation in a local worshiping community is crucial. Now, how to ask God? Let's talk about petitionary prayer. Oh, I still have 15 minutes. Okay, the simple. Yet, fundamental act of making our request to God: Give us this day our daily bread. Okay. So, <clears throat> I was a, uh, merong merong sang bata ang uh, nagdasal, very poor kid. Sabi niya, Lord, bigyan mo po kami ng aming kakanin. Instead na sabi niyang araw-araw, sa isang linggo na po, bigyan yun na po isang linggo, i-init initin na lang po namin. <laughs> maganda yan sa kapampangan eh. <laughs> maganda sa kapampangan eh. But anyway, <laughs> prayer, means, <laughs> prayer means many things to many people. But at the simplest and most obvious, it means asking God for help. Diba? It is how most non-churchgoers and or children understand the word and they're right. The word pray comes from the middle English to ask earnestly. In the Latin, uh, precari, which means to entreat. Absolutely, everyone prays in the way from time to time. So God asks us for at least three reasons. God asks us to ask, I'm sorry, for at least three reasons. First, okay, first reason, because the act of asking is relational in a way that mere wishing is not. So Jesus is always mere interested in a friendship than in dispensing blessing to uh, to uh, faceless souls. And second reason that asking is necessary is that it is vulnerable to make a request to admit to some area of personal need, okay? And third thing, asking is intentional. It involves the activation of our wills. So we are not a zombie, mindless, Badly reprogrammed and powerless to resist the Creator's uh, genetic coding. God respects us too much to ride the uh, roughshod over our freely and, and loves so much that for us to bidding, He comes where He is welcome. So He waits to answer until He is called. So petition it is, an import, it is an important part of healthy prayer life. It has also helped us to answer in prayer in everyday areas of our life. So, such asking for a parking space. Diba pag Sabado gusto nyong mag-shopping, graming tao yan sa mall, gahanap ka ng parking ngayon. Lord, sana makahanap ako ng malapit na parkingan. You know, hey, for, for some reason, you will find one. Diba? That's answered prayer. You know, Jesus warned us every specifically that we will sometimes have to keep praying and not giving up. You know, it's it's hard to pray when sometimes you feel that your prayer is not getting answered. You think it's not getting answered, but God's timing is always there. You know, um, uh, just keep on asking, and you will receive. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you so there is a sense of habit of repetition of reward for prayer for perseverance so faith is God's gift to us okay faithfulness is our is ours to him God suddenly happens slowly and yet the Bible teaches us that our prayer as and vastly powerful that's why in the Lord's prayer Lord teach us to pray Jesus doesn't just instruct us to pray personally for daily lives, for daily bread, but also for planned change, the coming of God's kingdom on earth. Elsewhere, the Apostle Paul urged us to intercede for kings and all the authority in the Old Testament. God makes an astonished promise regarding the importance of prayer at times for a national disaster. Okay, in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Oh, what a promise. The forgiveness of sins and the healing of the land are entirely contingent upon the intercession of God's people. What task could possibly be more important? more urgent for our world today. Now, at my, uh, at my closing here, you know, user of the London Underground will be familiar with the phrase, mind the gap. These three words pointed along the edge of CARB platform are announced whether a train arrives many stations to intercede to a simple mind the gap between heavens and earth or as the dictionary puts it the intervene of mediate between two parties as the equal friends of both so at the time of uh, Ezekiel God searched for someone to stand before the gap on behalf of the land so that it would not have to destroy it so this is what we call the intercessors are those who stand before God in the gap before of the land so now Let's take a moment to think of someone we know. Let's take a moment to think of the political situation, a global crisis, or world leader that needs prayer right now. So spend some time bringing this person or situation before God and asking for his divine intervention. You know, I really believe in, in prayer. I know we all do you know um there are a lot of things that happen to me in prayer you know when i prayed you know that i i sense and i feel god's protection um so uh as we go to our prayer time tonight you know we, you know before you go to sleep or as after this message i hope and pray that this simple message will really help us know and, and help us and learn something that when we pray to God, we keep it simple, you know, and, and we keep it um, real and we keep it up. So let us pray. Our dear God and loving Father, once again, O Lord Jesus, we are so thankful that we have this time called prayer meeting, prayer time, oh Lord, that we could um, direct our prayer unto thee. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for listening to our sinful heart. We know, Father, Lord, we are not, um, we are not worthy, oh Lord, to, to go before Thy throne, O oh Lord, but we ask for forgiveness. May you be with us, Lord, as we pray. May you put words in our heart and our mind, Lord, what, what to say. And you know what our needs, O oh Lord not the ones. We thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. We, Lord, You know, Lord, we prayed for our sick brethren. We thank you, Lord, for healing them. You know, Lord, we prayed for our brethren who are in needs and you've provided their, ne- provided their needs. Lord, we thank you for your glory, for, for your uh, kindness. And we pray, Father, Lord, as we continue, Lord, in our In our Christian life we pray that you teach us to pray, O Lord. Urge us to pray, urge us to talk to you, so that we can have a this close communication, close friendship with thee, and close relationship with thee, O Lord. And once again, Father Lord, as we depart from this place, may your travelling mercy be upon us. We thank you for your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.